Hello and welcome to the Design vs Podcast, where a designer takes on a worthy opponent to battle it out over a heated topic that may just get viral by the end of this video. Joining me this week is our very own content manager, who I must say keeps his cool under pressure. That was up until before we started recording. Anyway, he's recovered now. Uh, it's Razakazi. How are you feeling, mate? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for it's joining me on this podcast. No problem. Yeah. Um... I wanted to uh, I wanted to start with a quote that I read last night. Um, it's a famous quote that you and I actually both know. I think you should know too. To be fair, um, okay. content precedes design. Design in the absence of content is not design. It's decoration. It's by. Do you know who it's by? I don't know. It's by. By. Hundred percent agree with it. <laughs> it's Zelman. Uh, it's a guy called Zelman uh, on, on Twitter, uh, but he's actually. Uh, very famous and well-renowned, but uh, I disagree with it. Uh, I'm sure you do. Which, uh, and here's why. I, I, uh, content uh, is content and design is design. Uh, whether content precedes design or not is a different matter altogether, to be honest, for me. Uh, but it's not about what I think. It's about what you think. So well, does think. content, does content, should it precede design or should it? Yes. Every single time. I think we kind of had a mini sort of debate already about this in the past. And I think my go-to example was like a book. I know I were talking about digital marketing and digital assets, but in a book, like I'm not going to keep reading a book because the front cover was nice, because they designed it really well. <laughs> read it because of the story, because of the words and how it's written. Same with a blog. Yeah, I mean, design would enhance it, make it look pretty, or keep me on the page. But I think if I'm going to buy something or if I'm going to use a service, it's the words that are going to convince me not a nice banner or something like that. I'm sorry, uh, I, I don't want to insult you or anything. I'm just saying like... Products. Products. Products, and, uh, I think products are different. Products it, are different, yeah. yeah so I mean, you, like, if it's... You see visual, a pair of shoes on the on the, yeah. the shelf, it's the design that's going to bring you to it. Great not, not Not the word Nike that was written on it. Like it's that's a good example. You know the way to my heart with trainers. It's a good example, I think. Anything that is visual, I don't need to know the history of it. If it looks good, I'll buy it. Yeah. Um, but I guess you're right. It, it varies depending on the context. But in general, I'd say copy before design. That goes without saying. You do need some some sort of content to feel the design. Yeah. However, uh, design doesn't stand... Uh, always with content in in a sense that it has to follow set rules and say oh yeah this this piece of content is going to define the the entire design because sometimes it does and in most cases it actually does because of web copy you know web copy yeah. is one of the biggest problems uh because of how much we can only put in that makes the design look good and then you come with the content and now suddenly everything's broken, so... <laughs> That's the thing. I think we've experienced ourselves with web work especially, that if you try and write to a design, it's not going to work because your copy's not going to be great, it's not going to be engaging. You're trying to force creativity to fit a 200-word limit, in my opinion. And again, it's obviously biased because I'm from a content background. Designers need to make it work for content. Like, okay, you've given me 400 words, for example. I need to create a design that can make these 400 words look good and stand out and demand attention. I think if you do it the other way, it's not going to work. Because again, as I said, with like a buyer's intent or someone trying to get education, they need mm. the words. They don't need 
you know, the aesthetics, as good as they are, and as good of a designer as you and Dave both are, I feel like you need the copy as well to do your best work. F feel free to say I'm wrong, but that's my opinion. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Uh, we'll agree to disagree. That's, okay. that's going to be the sort of overall... By the end of it, you and I are still going to be friends. So, we'll uh, see. Uh, we'll see. But <laughs> what I want to say is, like, I'm trying to think of situations or rather um, deliverables where it doesn't match so much with design, um, uh, with, with having content or, you know, rather um, work that doesn't require too much emphasis on content. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of things like a poster. Yeah. Where although the content's important, like, what is it? When is it? Why should I care? Yeah. Uh, the image itself is what's going to attract them. You said the book before, right? And yeah. I just think, well, the, the cover is what attracts him. The title as well, maybe, if it's going to be enticing enough and you've written it in the right way. But um, put the same title uh, from cover on a white background with black text. Yeah, I mean, I think the... Again, using that example, there's two sides of it. One, I, I get where you're coming from, but two, like, if famous author has got a new book coming out, I'm not, not going to pick it up because it's in black and white. Like I'm gonna read it, yeah, because I like the author and the way they tell the stories. I so guess, yeah, if, if so um, so that's down to the author. So that's uh, recognition of their work and knowing, having having some kind of um, yeah. But to, to get there, they've told good stories. The words on the paper is what's built. Yes, yeah, so and no matter what, no matter what book they'll write, that's, you'll just pick it up and say, yeah, uh, that's one side. Of it. This guy. But the other side of it is if I'm, I don't know who sells books, W. H. Smith, whatever. Um, when, <laughs> when you when you go there and you're like you've never seen a book before and yeah a nice front cover will interest you but i'm not going to keep reading it because the front cover's nice like i'm gonna if, if it attracts like if it looks good i'll pick it up i'll flick through it and but if the words are crap and it doesn't read well i'm not going to keep reading it because i love the design so much no but you've already paid for it now so it. you've done so the purpose of design and it, actually the purpose of content would you agree is to get people to purchase in the first place or to make an action in the first place right but let me add this to that right so yeah if you're not going to keep reading it but you paid for it so the design here is more important here because it's the difference between the sale and not like if they didn't see it in the first place from a distance they'll just be like looking elsewhere thinking oh well, that book looks good. And so they don't read your book, they read I, someone else's book. I get that. And I'm, I'm not afraid to admit I'm not the biggest reader in the world. So I don't know if that's what people do and pick up a design and buy. In my head, yeah. if they find something that they like to look at, that's when they'd go and do the research. What are people saying about the book? Is it worth buying? Can't get a free version online. That's probably the first thing <laughs> I do. Is, you know, that's what I do rather than t buying it just because of the cover. I don't know if people stand there, flick through pages and read it. Probably do. But I'd be very surprised if people buy a book because the front cover interested them enough to hand yeah, over their money for it. Let me let me let me add let me add to this. And we're still on the topic of books, it seems. And yeah. it's it's slowly become design versus books, but that's okay because books and contents it are the works. Same it's thing, copy right? versus you know design versus aesthetics. I think it works in any example, whether it's digital or physical. Yeah, I became a designer because when I was at school. I was reading the textbooks, um, as everyone had to. We've all been through them. Uh, revision books and all these guys and 
uh, maths, physics, uh, history. But they weren't the most exciting books to read. Uh, just overall, plain black and white, odd bit of colour here and there. Some of them were clip arty, uh, or word art rather, you know. Uh, the whole thing put me off from wanting to read more and learn more. Having a nice design structure in place and having some kind of user experience involved throughout it all helped yeah for a lot of some of the better books that are now being released these days is why i tend to think yeah content will always be there uh content alone is just you know words and words on a white page that someone may not even care and just read yeah you get the odd few people do that but for the most part you want good structure good hierarchy good layouts and things that are going to be fun to read like you, you're reading it you want to read more okay a good book and more is, is more like a good movie where you know you're, you're getting into it because you, you start to read into the story that's fine uh, but the action there in the first place to get them to read that i just think that that's more takes precedence there than it does obviously in general we talk about the websites however we talk about ebooks and all the other deliverables that we we offer uh, then i guess you would say content needs to be the more important thing i mean yeah again part of that agree to disagree but yeah i think for the main part design does need does copy does content need design i'd say yeah in the sense of getting people to notice but could it can it survive without design yeah yeah I can mean, it kind of work the other way around? No. Because uh, the other way around... It's just colours and designs on a page with nothing. What do I do? If I go on a website and there's no copy there, what am I doing? I mean, sure. Um, when I, I was... A poster with no words. A slide deck with no text. Particularly if you're designing about something that you don't know anything about. But yeah. if I was a designer writing about my own passions and, and doing my yeah. own stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah, then it's a bit different, I suppose. Then I have total control because I can write whatever I want, reduce text, whatever I want to do with that. I have a bit more freedom with it, whereas sometimes content can limit me. Yeah, I agree. And there's one thing you said earlier, which I totally get, and I think it's probably your biggest frustration. Probably something not a lot of content writers or marketers take into account is when you do have a deliverable that is very visual like a poster or an infographic and they just go all out and give you a load of text here below design me this infographic infographics that's, is the worst one that, that's what that's when i think design does take precedence yeah. over copy because i think it's supposed to be very visual that's the, that's the aim yeah, yeah, yeah. But white papers as well white papers is the next sort of gripe that i have because it's i might as well have just written a book out yeah. and just done a nice looking front cover and that's it but yeah. for the rest of it i think it depends on the situation i think with if, if you know you're going to make something that is very visual design needs to be the pre you know it, it takes precedence over content but most of the time nine times out of ten in my opinion copy over design and i stand by that till the day i die you're not going to change my mind on this podcast I mean, there's no intention of changing your mind. It's, it's or, just or a discussion. We're not going to agree either. I know that for a fact. Yeah. We're yeah. not going to agree. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think we've talked enough about how important design is more than content. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things I wanted to ask, um, we have a creative process. Do you have a creative process too, really? Because yep. 
you you don't just write words. Um, well, you do, but you write it with you know care, and you, you do a bit of research, and you've got a bit of uh, you got a few rules that you follow. Um, how similar uh, is the process? First, that was the nicest, nicest thing you've ever said about content. That so I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> similar process, I think. I think you have more guardrails than we do. I think we have the freedom to not be more creative of the wrong word, but to experiment a little bit more because you're going to have the brand guidelines, the colours you can't really change because that's what a company's branding is. They might like every piece of work to look the same, but obviously the words are different, whereas we can try with length and just the, just the way we structure it. Um, Where yeah. do you get your ideas from? <coughs> Google. Just no, no. Google in general. I think more. Same. <laughs> I think it's difficult. But I think when you arrive for Digital Twenty Two, you're gonna have a lot of ideas in your head that you want to try. Mm. I think when it's your own thing, like like you said, with your own passion, yeah, you're gonna be more experimenting to try new things. And I think if you know, viewers go and check out the D Twenty Two podcast, they'd see how we are more experimental and not as fearful of as we would with a client. Like with a client, I wouldn't not like I drop f bombs everywhere in content, mm. but. You know, with D twenty two, it might work in the context. Whereas with a client, they'd be like, "What are you doing? We don't, we don't do that sort of stuff." So I think with D twenty two, you can just be more creative, or your own brand, you can be a lot more creative. And then that's when you're in an agency, that is kind of the double edged sword. You want to be super creative for a client, but what's the limit? I don't yeah, know. the tone of voice for me uh, and the branding go hand in hand anyway, yeah. because that's what we do when we offering uh, when we're offering the branding projects yeah. out, or just especially before we start working with the client, we look at and revisit, and sometimes we do an audit. And in those situations, we've got a lot of similar, um, like the voice uh, and the way that you look, both have to marry up together. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose then when it comes to the actual process of designing, um, we still create flexibility for ourselves. Yeah. Um, we still have the options to play around with the color palette a little bit to to not sort of change it, but to you know use different tones and, yeah. and shades. And then when it comes to type, we're playing around and experimenting, but not breaking anything that they currently want to be perceived as as a client because the personas that they've got. Yeah, we've got a you know, as an example if we're for selling uh, ice to the Eskimos, we're not going to be using tropical beaches in our pictures. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to be using lingo that's not going to work towards what 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 they need. So, we are we have got a very similar, in in my in my opinion, very similar uh, field of work. So, in that sense, um, you know, creativity runs just as deeply through all of you guys in, yeah. in your department as it does for us. I think the other thing with that is. Like when you do your research, like if you're reporting and stuff and you've noticed people aren't reading thousand word blogs and you do one that might be four or five hundred and then you do get feedback like why this one sure I think it's because people are comfortable with the type of content that they're creating it itself. Like it's been the same for so long. Probably a bit fearful of oh, why is this one shorter or why is this one in a checklist? Why is this one, you know, completely different from what I've been used to for the past five years. So I think it's part of realising what does work for your audience and what they do want and also what other people are doing out there in your same industry if people are for example making stuff more visual or they are showing in their copy or they're making more video based stuff why would you keep yeah. doing the same things because someone's familiar with it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do no so that's where you can be kind of 
stuck in a rut or challenge with how creative you can be because when someone's that familiar with it you feel like that's what they like that's what i'm going to create yeah um on that subject as well uh there are always limitations which yeah. we've, we've, we've already kind of touched on that with quantity of text that's one of the bigger problems that we have um shared challenges some of the feedback that we get um vagueness vagueness big one for me is make it pop make it pop okay. is my i hate it i hate those words How do I make it? just see what i do what i did <laughs> is if it's, it's a bit of vague feedback i'm just highlighting and click backspace like every do it it's not a problem if it's not there so what what so is that your solve for that or is <laughs> that's that... how i solve it or just ask them for more feedback it might delay it by a day or two but i'd rather get it delayed a day or two get it right than ask a question and then they come back three days later and i get to it the next day and i send it back and then three days later they come back saying no you still haven't made it pop enough like it's a lot of back and forth so do you ever have to push back and say well actually yeah in you trying to make this pop it's actually gonna do worse for your uh, content piece and uh, it's going to do good of course you are here you wouldn't accept everything like it's difficult as you know life as an agency or if you're a freelancer and you're doing work for a brand is you think what they say goes yeah. i think if you just remember like they're bringing me in as a copy expert the design expert it's not i'm not just their lackey who's going to say yeah to everything like you know, they <laughs> no. put me in for my skills no then yeah you do push back but i think yeah the number one, one the number one challenge for me is I'm sure it's for you guys, or just vagueness. It's not going to help anyone. Just be specific. I don't like this bit. Change it to X, Y, Z. Good. Let's move on. We, um, well, I have this joke about my job as a designer is that, I don't know if you'll agree with it, which you probably won't, but, uh, or you might. Uh, you know I'm a secret it? designer anyway, so I probably will agree with that. <laughs> just to be clear, okay. Bilal has banned me from designing anything D22 related. <laughs> uh, with good reasons. Um, I say sometimes to people um, that, as a designer, we tend to have to read people's minds because uh, sometimes when they ask a vague question or vague feedback, or sometimes when they say make it pop, I often think, well, in their heads, have they got like a big billboard with flashing lights on in the background? Uh, you know, actually, I just as a thought there, um, video as well, like animation. Uh, you've got to write for con content for that, but you know some of the feedback that we get for uh, the script, uh, and then when we get to uh, design stage, we think, okay, please God, don't change the script, script. <laughs> because now I can design to that, and then that gets signed off, and then we get the animation done, and then they want to change the script again there. That's it. I think that links to any bit of content like we say we in internally when we do blogs we don't have custom stuff unless we specifically request it but i think when yeah. we're doing like a premium piece for a client i do think one of the biggest frustrations that we both share because you drag us into it and rightfully so because we're the copy experts is when well it's not just us who have that frustration it's uh, our cameraman has that frustration that right john yeah, so yeah, yeah, he's yeah i think yeah, say we've done an ebook or something and it's been a struggle and we've got it signed off, copy signed off, like, finally, Bilal, is your problem now. Then when it's designed, then they come back and make more changes. <laughs> it's like, it's that's the, a challenge. Uh, it's the fear. Yeah. yeah uh, that, that's, those projects cost time and money. Mm. Um, it, for ebooks, it's okay after a while, but structural changes, you know, that's another issue. Um, web copy changing later on in the, in the game and, 
you know, we've got this whole gated process where we try and shut it off and, you know, that it's a, it's a nightmare. That's the thing, like, we do want feedback. Everyone wants feedback. You need to know what's working and what isn't. I just think time it probably don't change the once once it's already designed up. Uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but... But the good thing is, though, you and I uh, and any of our writers and designers, um, we emphasise and we understand, you know, what the client's going through in their head. It's their baby at the end of the day. That this is something yeah. that they've been with for, for day one, especially when we're working directly with directors uh, of big agencies, that we're taking their branding and we're doing something with it. They'll want us to abide by it, um, especially when it comes to tone of voice and copy too, that, you know, First time I've heard in calls where clients have been very specific about how they need to be portrayed and how they want the the overall language and and, and tone of voice to be. Um, so, you know, as, as often as I'll joke about them holding the pencil when it comes to actually designing, that we're not actually the ones designing. Uh, they're still using us as expertise and trying to get our opinion and our take on it, and we'll always provide and offer a professional look and an outlook on on their outcome basically yeah. um is it easy to write content is or it is it easy to design or how 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 can i put this put it this way what's easier I is it say. easy to make pictures or is it easier to write words um it's difficult i think it's it's easy to do both it's difficult to do both of them well that's probably the difference like anyone can write but can anyone write? Can everyone write really well? Can everyone hold a camera and record? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if, you had to, if you had to pick, if you had to pick one that's easier. I don't think I can pick one that's easier. To be honest, I'd be doing both a disservice. The both are difficult. The both difficult. They're both difficult. I think it's yeah. easy to take pictures too, so make pictures. No, but if, if it's like if I came in with all my design expertise if I came in and started designing a website that website's not going to look good yeah I can do a bit I wouldn't trust me to design a website I wouldn't trust me to design an ebook just like I wouldn't trust someone not in content to write a full ebook for someone I yeah I, I'm the worst with words even right now you know doing this podcast I can I see a word in my head and I just I can't quite find the right word to use neither of them are easy well, to, to do well neither of them are easy I think, I think you can draw. I mean, people say they can't draw. Can you draw? I could, yeah. yeah. You can't say no because you can. Yeah, but again, the question is, can you draw well enough? To What's sell well enough? Is there a... To sell something, to captivate someone's interest. To, as you said, on a book, to make sure someone picks it up. I can't design anything that someone's going to pick up on a bookshelf. Just like someone not involved in content can't write a compelling story for like a 600-page novel to keep someone engaged for that long. It's, it's difficult on both sides of it. I think in in that argument you you've you've pretty much agreed with me there. I think because writing is getting interest for longer. Yeah, you got to keep them engaged. Yeah. But some people keep people engaged without think without knowing it and realizing it because they are actually using the right they're hitting the right tones they they're, they're sending the right message across and the person who's listening is engaged. But they might not be aware of that. But actually, at least with drawing, you're you're fully aware of what. Uh, looks nice and what doesn't. Yeah, but again, like, if you can learn to write the basics, that's fine. But when you can draw, then you got to learn all the software that you use. That's a completely different ball game. A different, software different skill is set. always going to be. Yeah. yeah, like that's. I can I can do a square and a circle on a piece of paper, but give it to me on a software. Like I don't know where the hell I'm starting. Once you know it. Same with 
video stuff. Yeah, I can press record on a camera, but give me to edit. <laughs> no thanks. Like, mm, yeah. it's, it's a different skill set. I think it applies as well to certain things. Can you? Can someone? Can anyone write a blog? Yeah, they can. Anyone can write a blog. Can anyone write something that'll keep someone interested for twenty minutes, like a book? No. John, can you read? Uh, can you read? Can you? Can you read? <laughs> can you read? Can, can you read? <laughs> does does that, Would you rather draw? Or would you rather write something? I'd rather draw. I'd rather draw. There you go. Yeah, but he's yeah, he's speaking from a visual perspective. If you had someone from, from like if you had someone like Paul sat there, he'd probably say I'd rather write. The Van Gordians there. He's always going to fit the visual side. Would you would you like to would you like to draw more and design more or? I mean, I tried and I got banned. <laughs> I mean, aside from your ban, like, aside from a ban, I, I would happily lift a ban if you were willing to take a. If I was willing to behave. No, not to behave. Well, yeah, well, that's a given. I mean, behaviour is one thing with me. But um, I, I would lift that ban for you. So, hypothetically, I lift a ban and I gave you a crash course for a week on how to design your own assets. Would you Would you like to? In fact, should content writers create their own assets? With training, yes. With training, yeah. Blindly, no. Because I think one thing content, like I'm guilty of in the past, when I'm in the zone for writing, I don't care what design do with it. How I know I know you're gonna make it look good. I'm not gonna give you prompts on what to do because I mean, you know, that's your problem now. But I think if you're writing it and designing it, you're kind of taking a more methodical approach to like I'm gonna write this in this way because when I'm designing it, I'm gonna make it look like this. Whereas if I'm not designing it, that's your problem. Too. I'm not, nowadays we do give prompts and like, can you do this with X? Can you do this with Y? But I'm just in writing mode. My thought process isn't Balala. I want you to do this. I'm sorry to say, that's like the last thing I care about. So if I'm writing it, knowing I'm going to design it as well, I'd take more care and more attention and a more methodical approach because I know exactly how I want it to look at the end. Should the man says yes when they have the knowledge to do it and the means to do it. The, the, the knowledge and means, right. So I can teach you how to design using software. I can make you aware of the rules. Once you've got that, the only job at D22 is like you're just going to give everything to, to, to me to do. Well, no, that's not what the argument here. Not the this, the statement I'm making here is that I could teach a, I, I think I said this in an earlier po podcast, but you teach a man to fish that can feed their family for for, for life. Um, so uh, if I taught anyone how to use the design software and showed them how to uh, follow the rules, um, specifically things like typography and uh, layout and things like that. Um, I, 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 I honestly think that, like, to, to teach words and uh, to, to, to understand language, English language. Uh, I, get, I get that, yeah, that is more, again, it goes back to that. So that, that does make content more difficult, man. I think you can you can template stuff as well. There's so much software out there you can template. It's easy for someone to go, not easy, but it doesn't take as much effort to go in and edit these templates and you've got one thing in the same branding all the time let's copy if it's from scratch so you agree then content is difficult yeah if we're going yeah. back on my way there, i'd say yeah if i had to pick one i'd go i'd go copy not writing copy is probably more difficult mm, i agree i don't see it's not too it's not too difficult your to podcast do. brings people together i like it well um i've already asked you if you could design or uh do you designer. think you could design I'm a designer but you're not. But I am. That's Paul. I'm a designer. Anyway, we're gonna move on. I'm not a good. Uh, I'm not a good designer, but I can. I, I, I dabble in 
design here and there before my band. Okay. Why was I banned? Just out of curiosity. Just out of curiosity, why were you banned? Because yeah. you were you were getting power hungry. Fair point. Mm. We had that conversation. Yeah. Quick fire round. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to ask you a series of short questions, which you can say yes, no to, or answer, depending on what the question is. For example, I'll give you the first taster. Uh, who's better at FIFA, me or you? Me. Don't need to answer it now. I just gave you it as an example. And people just answer these questions straight away. I don't understand. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah? Yes, I am. Okay. That's just my example of how quick I can answer. I'm better at FIFA. Opening a new window or in a new tab? New tab. Uh, single scroll websites or multi-page? Single scroll. Okay, okay. Content first or design first? Content first. Despite all we've talked about? Despite we talked about, then content first. All right. Content or design? In what sense? Which is better? Content. I'm not going to go against my craft. I'm just trying it on, mate. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You have to drop one forever. Which one do you drop? Facebook. I never use that. Never use yeah. that. Same. <laughs> Facebook's a bit. Twitter, though. I never really tweet much. Twitter just for my news. That's it. I don't, I don't tweet. I've tweeted like 100 times in seven years. No. I've not tweeted. I, I tweet for complaints. Nothing else. Yeezys or Air Force Ones? Yeezys. Okay. Pure comfort. That's it. Iron Man or Captain America? Captain America. Not Iron Man. No. What, why Captain America? Patriotic. And he has a shield. Has a shield. One's one's got money. Same that for Batman or Iron Man can fly. I don't care. Doesn't bother me. You scared of heights? No, I like heights. Well, I don't like heights, but I'm not scared of them. Title case or sentence case? <sighs> title case. You're a, you're more title I'm case, a title case guy, guy. Yeah, such a nerdy thing to ask, but yeah, I'm a title case guy. I never understand title case, but there again, you know, this is why content's more difficult to remember. Use a generator, <laughs> or Wordly. What is yeah. it? Grammarly. Grammarly, yeah, that can sort it. Well, yeah, some plenty yeah. of generators out there, different style guides, different rule books. You'll find the right one. Uh, paint a picture or write an essay. Which would you rather do? I prefer to write an essay. Than to paint a picture. Yeah. Like, you got a nice, beautiful set of colour paints. If you give me, like, I'm, it's, that's because I'm involved in content. If you told me, do this essay by tomorrow, do it. If you said, paint this in the style of Bob Ross, it's not going to happen. It's just a simple question, really. Sorry. Didn't, I'm passionate. What sorry to get you worked up on that one. Uh, but these are what's going to make you and break in this podcast. Mobile first or desktop first? Mobile first nowadays. Mobile first? Yeah. Yeah? It's a weird one, because if I'm at work, I'm going to use my desktop, but if I'm at home, I'm going to use my mobile. Yeah, it's true. I'm constantly on the screen, and then yeah. once, I'm, uh, once I'm at home... On a smaller screen. On a smaller screen. Yeah. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how creative are you? 7. 7? I'd be humble. Humble-ish. Very modest of you. Seven, I, I yeah. would say you're more uh, more 9. Thank you. But if you're saying 7, I'll say 7 too. Look at me in the middle. Let's go 8. You want to meet in the middle? Let's go eight. eight. Yeah, let's go eight. Okay, we'll go eight then. A meal with chicken or lamb? Lamb. Prefer lamb, innit? Yeah. yeah Premium. Lamb. Yeah, Premium stuff. Yeah. Everyone likes chicken, but... It's too accessible. Very accessible. Too yeah. flexible. You know if it's real chicken or not? Lamb is... It could be a pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> it could be a pigeon. You never know. Okay. Uh, a night in or a night out? I'm in. Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to say... If you're saying Those days out, are behind me. Yeah, those days are behind me. <laughs> 
Uh, and the last question, favourite thing about working at Digital 22? First thing about working at Digital 22 is the people. The I people. like the people here, yeah. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. I like a lot about here, but yeah, to go to answer it's the people. Yeah. You want you want good people to work with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at me, you work with me. Some people. Uh, time for Settle Debate. This yeah. is something we do uh, every episode where... Uh, we want to settle something that people might tend to argue about in the office. We tend to argue about a lot of things. And Did we settle content and design? What's better? We didn't settle that. Did we not? No, we did. Actually, we did, yeah. And we said content's better? No, we said design was pretty much the way right. forward. Okay. Right? I don't remember that conversation happening, but yeah. Well, if you rewatch this episode, you'll see. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> who... Uh, so this debate is um, who would win in a fight between me and you? No, uh, between the Hulk and Superman. Hulk and Superman? Easy. Why day. Superman? Nobody can beat Superman. But nobody can beat the Hulk. Yes, they can. If, if it came down to a battle of death, uh, Superman wins. There's nobody that can beat Superman. Apart from Doomsday, nobody can beat Superman. The Hulk? Yes, is, he's strong. Is, Superman is, is also indestructible. strong. Indestructible. He got scared of Thanos. I know that's a film, not a comic. He got scared of that. Yeah, but yeah. put the films aside. Just focus on the comics purely, right? He's big, green, and angry. Wow. Yeah. Indestructible. Doesn't do much for me. Superman, right? You give him a bit of kryptonite, he's finished. No one just carries... That's like giving me some Nobody carries kryptonite on. in the pocket. Hey? Nobody just carries kryptonite in their pocket. <laughs> well, Batman. Batman, mate. Specifically for that crap film he did. But Superman wins every single day. What do you think? Mate, the Hulk is just big and green. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Give me one answer. Hulk or Superman? Yeah, probably go with the Superman. But I got super in his name. Right? <laughs> Says it all. What do you think? I, I, I still think the Hulk. Just wrong. because... It's the wrong answer. Raw power, anger, you know, just... Superman has power. Superman has power because he came from a different planet and this planet... We're not saying like, you, can't, you can't count where he's come from. Like Taking everything to, into account. Yeah, he might be an alien, but... Strong, he's the most powerful. Hulk's one of our own. I don't care. You don't care about one of your own? No? Not got my backing, I'm afraid. Well, there you have it. Um, is there anything you wanted to add? Uh, uh, any kind of uh, news or any. Any kind of news? Well, not news, you know. We're hiring. And we're hiring, yeah. We're hiring in the content team. We could use this for my recruitment bit. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to work closely with myself and Bilal. You do have a podcast, but at the minute it's still on hiatus. At the minute, hiatus. Yeah, on hiatus. You'll find a lot more effing and jeffing, shall we say? In your podcast, podcast yeah. yeah. We keep it clean here. It's raw, yeah. from the heart, pure passion. I mean, this was this was quite passionate. It was quite passionate. Yeah. You got a bit emotional a at bit. that point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that look out for that. Okay. January twenty twenty two, the comeback, explicit content, wherever you find your podcasts. Hopefully, uh, try and get some more of your your teammates on yeah, on this on this next time around. I think. Hopefully, yeah. Um, well, if that's everything, that just about wraps it up for this episode on design versus content. Thanks for tuning in, and if you enjoyed the dis- this debate, just losing my words here. This is it. This is why content is very difficult. <laughs> anyway, if you enjoyed this debate, stay tuned for more. And until then, see you later.